Hey everyone, this is Todd. Just wanted to do a quick intro for this episode of the podcast. This is a special episode. This is an episode where my fr- my cousin Marianne and her and uh, her friend and mine, Jamal Harrington, uh, decided to do their own podcast. And while we were chatting, I accidentally hit the record button on uh, Google Voice, and this is what happened. And, and and I think this will be a great podcast for people to listen to, especially if you like listening to comedians, and especially if you like people to hear people talking about what's really going on. And um, I think this will be a great podcast. It's it's going to be called "It's Not About You," and uh, and it was that kind of came about. It's not in the recording, I don't think, but basically it was, um, uh, Jamal was trying to say, he was trying to think of a, a name of the podcast, and he was talking about how he was going to basically be saying what he thinks, and doesn't care if people disagree with him or not, it's not about you, and I said, you know, not to interrupt, but I think that would be a perfect name for the podcast, it's not about you, and, uh, here, check it out, this is, this is, this is Jamal and Marianne. And their podcast, not about you. Oh shit! I didn't mean to do that, but I guess I can. Hey, look oh, at that. we're recording. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Thank yeah. God. Hey! Wow. Um. I, okay. Um. This is the I, um. The pilot episode of our show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jamal and Marianne. Marianne Jamal. Jamal Harrington. Marianne Riley. However, we want to. Uh, with Cousin Todd on board here to yep. kind of let us. So, real quick, we're going to. So, now that we're recording, uh, we kind of were having a conversation before we started recording and to let everybody see who everybody is. Today is yes. Tuesday, August 25th, and we are discussing. Jamal is based out of New York, I'm here in Seattle, and we are discussing the two shootings of two, well, one unarmed, one armed black man. Both, both black men were shot in the back. One has died and one now has been uh, deemed to be uh, uh, one is actually the, uh, the Jacob. Yeah, Jacob Blake has uh, his father, I believe, had announced that he's been paralyzed from the waist down. Yes, that was just announced today. He had surgery, and that is what they were talking about as of today. So now we've got everybody kind of brought in. Jamal, we were just talking about. We're both, and this, again, we've, we've, uh, kind of laid out that pre this recording that we were, we've already decided we were going to do a podcast. Jamal and I are going to be doing a podcast together, and it came through organically, our name for our new podcast organically came about, which is, it's not about you. And so we're going to be discussing, because as both being professional comedians, this is us being able to talk about social and commentary and goings on in the world. And typically, as we deal with things, we introduce some humor into it because that's how we deal with things. When we're dealing with things that are we're struggling with understanding or things that are pissing us off, or we always have to try and deal with something and find a community to interject our thoughts about things and. Right now, I'm I'm mad at I I'm so frustrated. Jamal, tell me what happened. You you posted something on Facebook yesterday, and I, I posted you to about it. Yeah, I posted a I posted basically my aggravation of these shoes and 
the the death of unarmed black men by police in America. Um, I, I find this to be very, very uh, daunting. I find this very, I find this very, it, it really upsets me, and it, and I'm very, very, very ashamed of the way that we, for the most part, there's there's some people who just act like this is not, you know, racially motivated. They act like, you know, uh, black men deserve this because they're committing crimes. They act like, you know, black people are committing all the crimes. And like, no, no, stop with that rhetoric. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My, my, I, I'm, a, I'm frustrated because of the way black people have been treated in this country. Uh, I'm historically, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Just historically. I mean, and, 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 and the thing is, you know, in my post, I talk about how, well, you know, black people, I don't see a black signature in the Declaration of Independence, you know. Uh, and again, unless you have a copy of it and, you know, Tyrone is on there somewhere, prove me wrong. Like, I, I, I want to see that, you know what I'm saying? Prove me wrong that where there's a Negro name inside the Declaration of Independence. Um, I kind of feel that the Declaration of Independence, July 4th, I feel like, you know what, that day has nothing to do with us. Because right. while while we were not there to sign the Declaration of Independence as like as even like you know civil rights uh, leaders or whatever we were, and I say we I mean black people out there picking cotton and being slaves and being brought to America, so we weren't even invited to the party. We nope. weren't even considered as people. Nope. You know what I mean? So so you have historic history. You know we're out for you know being in the South and, and, and doing all of that. And then now we have this new thing. Well, it's not new. We have this called systematic racism. Black people can't get a fair shake. Now, here's the thing. White people are listening. It is hard for me to get you to understand what I'm feeling, how we've been if you're a white person and you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, this hasn't. Then, then, then you've already missed my point completely because it doesn't affect you. It right. doesn't affect you. If you think that, if you think right now that the state of this country is is in good hands and and everything is fine, you are mentally mentally enslaved by your god known as Donald Trump. I'm sorry. Uh, actually, not really. I'm not sorry. I could care less. Um, you can turn me off right now because, again, this isn't about you. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know what I'm saying? This isn't, this isn't about you. Yeah. What? And, and just so you guys know, this this radio show, like, first of all, I'm happy to be on this radio show. I'm going to be saying things that you're probably not going to like because, again, when you're white, you're in, in this country, you 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 automatically have that privilege. Yeah. Oh, there's that P word. Nobody well, likes it, but nobody yeah, likes that word. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's one of the things I'm going to tell you. I think that a lot of it is is not intentional. I think there's a lot of ignorance. And I'm saying this from personal experience because when I used to hear that phrase, white privilege, it used to piss me off. I used to get really mad about that. Like, like screw you. I don't have any fucking privileges. I've worked my ass off for everything in my house. And it wasn't until I started surrounding myself just because of comedy and, and the road, that, the path it took me on. If you look at my Facebook friends list, there's probably as many or more black people on my friends list than there is white people. And that's just because of the nature of what we do. We get introduced to a lot of different cultures, a lot of different people. And I started listening 
to a lot of my 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 the women, my black friends, my my powerful black women mothers who talk about the different struggles that they've had in their life raising their kids and some of the additional things that they've had to go through that I didn't have to go through. And I took a step back when I started reading people's Facebook pages that didn't look like me. And I started reading these things. And when I would see something like uh, another unarmed black person killed in America, and I'm looking at all of my black friends and all my POC friends are posting about it. They're, they're, they're outraged about it. And then I look at all my white friends and they're talking about shit that they saw on Pinterest or some movie that's coming out, or some, you know, some inane bullshit thing, and I realized how huge that disconnect is. Like, if, if white people, if you don't understand what's fucking going on in the world today, you need more black friends. I posted this yeah. one time on my Facebook page. I said, a lot of you people don't have any black friends, and it shows. And I meant that. And I meant that in the fact that because they're not outraged by what's going on, because it doesn't impact them, and they don't understand how it impacts the people around them. They don't have anybody around them that it impacts. You know, and, and it's, funny that, it, it's funny that you say that, if you don't mind me uh, interrupting. No, go ahead. go ahead. Um, because on, now, for the most part, the post that I posted up, um, for the most part, I've gotten a lot of great feedback from people, even white people, um, you know, from Seattle, Portland, Oregon, um, like a lot of people for the, I mean, I would say 99% of the responses I got were very positive. You know, they felt for the family of, of the, the Blake family, you know, they saw the video and they, they and they kind of, you know, hey, I, this is what I felt. And then and it was, and, 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 you know, Hey, push on, keep going. People need to hear this. And, and they're right. People do, people need to hear the, the harsh truth. I'm tired of being nice about it. I'm tired of acting like, you know what, I'm not going to say anything. I'm tired of holding back because I'm worried about how somebody's going to feel. I had one guy, I had one guy, one of the last posts that I read, um, it was this guy from uh, Texas, uh, a town that I uh, used to live in, in a a very small town I went to junior high in, and he, 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 he gave me some pushback on my post. But what he did was he took one statistic that I had put out there which he was like, the truest thing about your post is that, yes, the black people are 13% of the population, and they commit a certain amount of crimes. Most of the crimes committed are made by, you know, black people and whatnot. And it really struck me because he ignored the fact that my post was about the mistreatment of black people in this country and the murdering of them by the police. He completely overlooked that, selectively uh, decided to pick a pick pick and choose his arguments in my post which was the one argument was just basically a stat argument but my my thing is this you know if you're gonna gloss over the fact that black men are being murdered number one you're the problem already and you're tone deaf and you're very very racially tone deaf if you're just gonna throw back stats at me number two um if you're telling me stuff like, oh, and these are stats by the FBI, are you telling me that the FBI is racist because they have stats? No, I don't think, no, I, I, I don't, th- I'm not saying that at all. Um, but that's not far off. You know what I'm saying? Like anything that has an initial in it in America can possibly be racist and can possibly be used to bring the black man down. But that wasn't my case and that wasn't my argument. My argument is this. If you're going to tell, if, if, 
I would love for this person to share that same selected bullshit rhetoric that he shared to me to his black friends, if he has any. I went to his Facebook page. I saw, like, two. I didn't have time to go through all of them, but I'm like, oh, right. he's got, like, two black friends. I'm like, why don't you tell them the same rhetoric you told me and, and see if you're friends afterwards. See if you, see if they, tell me how they react, okay? Because the thing is, you cannot tell that to a black man and expect them to be like, oh, you know what? You're right. We didn't, we didn't even see it that way, you know? Hey, and way to gloss over the fact that, you know, many black Americans in America unarmed have been killed by cops. And, and again, this is a white guy from Texas, a place where I've been called nigger more times than I would like to count. Wow. So, of wow. course, this, of course, this doesn't affect him. Yeah, that's why would it? so bad. Why, why, why would he care? Because a president doesn't give a shit. So this makes a lot of sense coming from him. Why should he care? Black men getting in America doesn't affect him. I'm surprised he even posted. I'm like, why even bother posting? Why you know, bother posting? Because, again, you don't care. So it doesn't why, impact why, him. And here's what makes me so angry about his statistics that he tried to show that there was more black people in, in prison and jail. Do you think that how many of those has been because of racial profiling? How many of them? How many of them are in there unjustly? How many of them, there's so many different things that instead of working with a lot of our like our low income, and I'm not just talking about black people. I'm talking about low income of all nationalities. Instead of working with the, within those communities and trying to showing them avenues of hope and trying to show them directions of where they can go, they're getting they're getting shown. Even like in, in visions all the time, how many times you've seen they've got babies, eight year olds, nine year olds in fucking handcuffs, the little these little these little black boys in handcuffs and, and already plant a seed in their fucking head. What are you doing? That's not any way of trying to raise a culture. That's no way of trying to make any different impact and change. And so our cops are, are brainwashed into thinking that black people are evil. And that they deserve to die, and we should be on this manhunt. And if, if there's any way you can shoot them, if you can shoot them, you better tell that black person now before they become a problem. This, it, this it, is, it, I, I can't see this in America, and this makes you crazy. Jacob, Jacob Blake was walking away from the police, walking yeah. away. Okay, going into his vehicle. Now I've had people tell me, "Oh, he was reaching for a gun." Yeah. Uh, I've read, like, four different reports. There was no gun. Okay? Somebody told me, oh, there were there was a warrant for his arrest. Really? I didn't read I didn't hear about I didn't read about well, that either. Well, hold on now, so, Jamal. Hold on now. What what, what if, 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 if he was reaching into his vehicle and the cops didn't know he was reaching for a gun? What are they supposed to do? Now, there, you, you haven't faced that gun. You don't know in a split second how dangerous okay. these situations can be. First of all, this guy, let me ask you this. Do you think that this guy with his fucking kids in his car is going to reach for a gun and put his children in danger? I find that hard to believe. Well, like, you, know, you know, if he's a criminal, if he's a criminal, and, and we, don't, we don't know what was going through his mind. If he was, if he was on that, 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 that there wacky tobacco, if, he, if he, he was on some kind of drugs, mind-altering substances, we don't know how he would react, Jamal. Well, you know what? It's, it's funny that you say that because, again, these guys look at black men yes. as criminals, as threats. Yes, and that's exactly. just And that's just that. You know, you see a bunch of black dudes 
standing on a stoop, playing loud music, probably drinking a beer or whatever, and you're white, you're probably not going to walk through that group. You're probably going to walk around them because it's like, yeah. oh, you know, I, you know, however, if it's a bunch of white dudes hanging out, you know, doing what white, white dudes do, it's like, oh, you know, they're, you know, they're white. So it's like, you know, they're, they're less, they pose less of a threat. But yeah. meanwhile, we're the ones that are on the news, on the media, being, being killed on TV, being killed on live TV. It's fucking, you know, home videos, except for, that's so funny, and it's black people, and I kind of feel like we're being laughed at, and we're not taking, we're not being taken seriously. Because again, I haven't heard Trump say one thing about this. And again, somebody, you know, send us a video, send us, a, send us something that says where Trump says, "I'm going to get to the bottom of yeah. these black men being murdered." I want to, I want to, somebody send me a video that says something that, that where Trump even just talks about it, says something about it, hints at it. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard of it. All I'm hearing is that he's storming, he's, you know, he's storming Portland, Oregon, and firing gas, you know, yeah. at, at mayors. Yeah, you know? Yeah, it, it, yeah. Mason you know, come on, man. With, with, he sent in the federal police. And this is, that in and of itself, people were like, well, you know, if they weren't being so crazy. Wait a minute. Did you see all the videos of the peaceful protesters? And the freaking, the federal police are the ones that escalated this. They started firing on them. They started shooting them with mace. They tear gas. They escalated this into a confrontation where it was a peaceful protest. And this is what, the, this tells you that they're trying to, if you don't agree with them, they're trying to shut you the fuck up. Shut up and discredit you. That's the same thing that, you know, the reason why, and, and this is why I get so fucking mad, is that I, I can't think how many times I've heard, Ignore it, Marianne. It's not your problem. You're you're white. This isn't your problem. <clears throat> this isn't your fight. Stay out of it. And I'm like, how the fuck can you say for one second it's not my fight? Because if you're you, an Amer- you, you, you you're I, an American, I, aren't you? I am absolutely an American. I absolutely 100 percent believe in our constitutional rights because that's something this is that your, my military this is your, family have have. have Lace up their fucking boots for every single time with the fight for our this, constitutional rights. All this is your rights. country. This is your country, right? It's this my has country. everything. Yes. This has yes. everything to do with you. Exactly. See, and it, that's my, what I get people to understand. My my main thing is this. Um, again, you know, I'm sick and tired of people telling me number one that I need to calm the fuck down. No, 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 no. See, if you tell me to calm the fuck down in your mind, you're telling me that in your little perfect world. Everything is fine, and you yeah. want me to believe that shit. Exactly. Sorry, it is not fine. Okay. No, it's not. If, if it's if it's so fine, let me ask you this: Why do we have a record-breaking amount of people unemployed right now? Why is it that we're sitting here while the Democrats and the Republicans try to figure out a, a dollar amount? They want. Why are they not? They, they're trying to put a price tag on your poverty right now. Yeah. You know, one one side wants to give more, one side wants to give less, one side's worried that, you know, uh, oh, we don't want to end up a third world country now. Oh, socialism. Oh, yeah, I bet it looks good right about now, right, because people cannot get jobs. People are losing jobs. You know what I'm saying? With this coronavirus, a lot of things are being hands-free. I, I, I'm just now uh, learning that there's a company that are doing, um, I believe it is, uh, and I was just watching it today. Um, it'll come to me, but they're using uh, cashier-less. Uh, checkouts 
which means that you don't need a cashier, which means, oh, okay, so a robot's going to take your job thanks to the coronavirus because they want contactless, contactless transaction between the cashier and the person who's the consumer. So we already have robots already just taking your jobs right off the bat, which puts more people on the unemployment line, you know. What? I mean, like, what? why is it taking long for them to come up with a package when other countries are doing weekly stimulus packages to their country, to their citizens? Right. You know? Right. And the thing is, though, is, is let's face it, Bezos has already figured this shit out because anything that he can do, that the less human contact, the more money for him. This guy is already a gazillionaire. And he's still trying to figure out how to make more money. You know, they don't give a fuck. Corporations do not give a fuck about us. Our government does not give a fuck about us. Right? So this is the reality. We have to take care of each other. And and we have to hold our government accountable for how our treatment. And the main problem, I'm telling you, here's here's where I get mad when anybody talks to me and gives me this bullshit about, well, you don't know what it's like, Marianne. You don't know what it's like to be in a situation where somebody's holding a gun on you and it's a dangerous situation. Fuck you. First of all, I do know what it's like to have a gun pulled on me. It's happened to me more than once, okay? I have had a gun pulled on me. I've had to think fast on my feet. I've had to be as a female trying to figure out how to evade somebody who's trying to chase me down in my car because for whatever fucking reason, I looked at them funny or something. And, I've, and multiple times that's happened to me. Okay, so I do know what it's like to be in stressful situations. But here's what I got to ask you. How the fuck are our cops different than our military? Because I can tell you that I've talked to enough of my military people, and I've, I've dated enough to know that I've had conversations, and I have family that's military. Rules of engagement. Our military has rules of engagement. Even in fucking Iraq, when they had somebody, a Taliban, that could attack them, they could not pull a trigger without getting permission first. They had to clear it before they could pull the trigger. There was very, very clear-cut rules. And if they if they broke those rules, you know what happened to them? They either got they got kicked out of the military with no benefits, with no money ever coming in, or they got thrown in jail. What's the difference between a cop and, and our servicemen in facing Taliban? What's the difference? Yes, that's a good point. That's- Accountability. The difference is the cops have a fucking union that not only will the cops get their, they will not only not do jail time, but the union, same thing as this is happening right now, I kid you not, the person who shot Rashad Brooks is he, Rashad Brooks, the cop that got uh, fired, is suing the Atlantic Police Department for wrongful termination. It's happening right now. He's already got an attorney. And they're putting all that there. He's going to get reinstated, and he's going to get all these back wages, and he's going to get all this other uh, money because they wrongfully terminated him. No fairness there. That's not just. That's not just. But this is what's happening. That, that, this is that's that, 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 that they don't talk about. Sure, they do this big glorious termination in front of public and they make that all public about how they fire them and then quietly they turn around they sue the fucking police department they sue the city they sue the the the, he's trying to sue the who was the acting police chief they're suing all he's got all of them named in a lawsuit and he's gonna win that 
he's going to win that lawsuit because the fact that he's got a union backing him up, and that union is the one who's going to get it, make that happen. That's the problem. Yeah, I mean that's that's not, again that's nowhere close to that is nowhere close to justice or fairness, you know. But this is the, this is this is where we're at right now. This is the yeah. at the country. This is where we're at. You know. You know um, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead. What were you saying? I was going to say this is one of the reasons why we have other countries um, um, that are saying that they want to take us to, to NATO and declare us a humanitarian um, uh, crisis. When in your lifetime would you ever think that NATO would take a, the United States of America as a humanitarian crisis? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, we are, uh, we are pop, we are, uh, dealing with this whole COVID thing, you know, the right way, according to, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't, it's, it's funny how other countries are handling this COVID thing, how they're being very militant with, you know, how they're trying to contain it over there. And here we are, you know, without a care in the world, doing whatever we want because we're worried about our freedoms being, you know, uh, our freedoms being hindered, you know, so it's whenever I see, you know, something like what happened over at the college over here in New Jersey, Rutgers, where, you know, there was a, a college party and they ended up getting, you know, a bunch of new cases the next day, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, because it stemmed from there and, you know, these, these college kids are just, acting up not without a care in the world it's like they feel like they're bulletproof but meanwhile you know explain all these deaths since march you know since february explain all those deaths like this this is not a coincidence you know you know we we, we've talked about you know second wave coming around we've talked about ways that we want to contain it over in connecticut now in danbury they're saying that now they have new cases so it's like these new cases are popping up all over the place um, because a lot of people are not doing what they should, are supposed to be doing. They're not being responsible, right. you know, um, which also creates another issue as far as division in this country, to wear a mask or to not wear a mask. Right, right. And I think a lot of that is, you know, the thing is, is that with the whole mask is that there's a lot of people who are saying, oh, it's no worse than the flu. Oh, they, they lied to us. Oh, they're they're costing us all these jobs and stuff. You know, they haven't experienced it first. And this is a lot of the pushback that I hear here all the time. And I'm thinking, you know what? You guys, go ask Italy how it was for them. All there because of the family structure, the way things are set up. Because the reason why we're having to wear the mask is so that we don't overrun our hospitals so that they don't have any place to put everybody. Because, yes, it is very possible for everybody if everybody got it at the same time because it hits you so bad that they have to be on respirators, it overruns the hospitals. You know? Yeah. And, and you really, I mean, you've already had it. You tell people how bad was this? Oh, it's just a flu. It's just like the flu. Yeah. 
Oh God, no! It's it's uh it's it's pretty bad. Yeah, you went to the hospital, didn't you? I sure did, and it was not cool. Yeah. You know, no, it was it was it was very very uh, you know, I mean, this thing is killing people. You yeah. know, and and we're still and we're still trying to figure out. You know, I don't I don't believe we still know enough about it. You know, I I still feel that you know. You know, there's a lot of research that needs to be done, which I think that they're, you know, they're really doing a good job with and trying to keep us updated on, you know, what to do, what to look out for, whatever. But my biggest fear is the vaccines. Like, it's a race. Um, I mean, it's almost like it's a a race to see who could come up with, like, one that's not going to kill people first, you know? Right, right. That's kind of like, you know, and and I'll be honest with you, I'll I'll say this right now. uh, I'm not putting that in my body. You know, I'm not putting a vaccine in my body because I don't know how it's going to mess up my body chemistry. I don't the side effects and all that. I, I, we don't know. You know, no. I don't want to. We we don't know if if you know 100 people take this and then find out that you know three months later, while you know they develop some kind of weird, you know, I don't know, psychic third leg. Oh yeah, yeah, and you yeah, know, like I mean. I, the thing is, is that like cause back in the day, I used to work in research, and when I worked in research, I had to do things like test, uh, use things like with the test and all that stuff. Any time that you have a medicine, you have some kind of, and uh, you have kind of trials on it. Say somebody who, let's say we're trying to uh, heart, uh, we're trying some kind of cold medicine, and somebody who's 65, obese, diabetic, has a heart attack. They have to include that as it could cause a heart attack in the medicine because they can't unequivocally say that it didn't cause it. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly, yes. So this is where you get a lot of these false, like people get, well, oh my God, you get all these different things that can happen while you're on the medicine. No. It's not. It's because it, they have to. They're they're required to by the FDA to include those things in that clinical trials as that study, even if it has nothing to do with it. But mm-hmm. that being said, that being said, when it still comes to to a new medication, the thing is, I think that they're in such a hurry. They're rushing so hard to come up with some kind of vaccine that I personally would be like, mm, I'm good. I'm going to wait for a couple of years before I try and put something because they're going to keep changing. They're going to modify it because I don't think that right now. They know enough about it to know how to do something preventative for it. That's my concern. Well, I mean, it's just, like I said, this is, this is, uh, I mean, for me, I don't, I'm not, I think a lot of these, uh, you know, pharmaceutical, trying to find, you know, a quick fix to this, like a quick band-aid to put on this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, and honestly, I don't, I, I, I don't really think that's. I think more than that. Well, and, and that's part of it, but I think that they're really trying to gas. Everybody wants that payday. Whoever, it's like, it's just the gold rush. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. It's just the the modern gold day gold rush. Whoever gets there first is going to make the most money. You know, and this stuff I can tell yeah. you is huge money. I mean. I remember back in the day when I was working at the toxicology lab and as a person who was a business manager, there was one, me- uh, one chemical 
that we could use for uh, urine analysis that was to detect, um, uh, I believe it's cocaine. And there was, they were the only game in town. They were the only ones who sold it. For a quarter ounce vial, it was $10,000. And I was like, are you kidding? How is this so expensive? And they go, because they're the only game in town. Nobody else can do it. And so yeah. they can charge whatever they want. And that's the reality is that's what we're looking at is that whoever can come up with the COVID first, they know they have a blank check. They're going to make billions. So do I trust what they're going to put out, the products they're going to put out? You can tell me, well, yeah, the FDA says it. But you know what? There's still, there's still going to be too many unknown variables on it. And I'm, I personally, uh, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Thanks. I'll, well, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll be like, I'll, yeah, I'll be like, you know what? Uh, you got, you got to go first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys go ahead. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, China, you guys, you, you, you. That's what I was gonna say. Is like, you know, wait for the the testing to come back. Is this is gonna work? We're not gonna die from this. That's what I'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, uh, no, you, you go ahead. And if you come back two weeks later without a face, then I'll know it didn't work. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, no, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. You know, it's like that, that polite person at the yellow light. No, you go. No, you go. Uh-uh. I'll be here at the end of the line. Thank you. Everybody yeah. else go first. Because I'm not in any, any hurry. So, uh, no, I just, I just think there's, there's still... I get frustrated and I'm irritated and I, I am raging inside about the way things are today. I'm, I'm mad that I have to put a mask on to walk into a Costco on a Tuesday to buy, to buy a, a rotisserie bird. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you're wondering what the sound of that rolling cart was. Um, it's still something I'm going to do because I can't say but it's not going to save somebody's life by me putting on a mask. I can't say that it's not going to. And I also know that I'm not willing to take a chance and risk my, not just me, but me getting somebody else good. I'm not going to risk yeah. it. Not, I'm not something I'm willing to do. So I'll bitch and exactly. and go put my mask on. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I live in New York where today it was 92 degrees and I was wearing a mask and I mean, it was just stifling hot. Uh, but you know, there, there's, there's times where I'll take it off during the day. If I'm at work, you know, like I know that at my job, we get, we get our temperature taken the very moment we walk through the door. And, uh, you know, if we're at regular temperature, we work, um, we're not really, we don't need to wear a mask at, at our job. We're not required to really, but a lot of us still do. Like we, we practice social distancing whenever we can or whatnot, but it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's very hot. It's, it's very stifling. And, you know, in the subway, they take the law. You have to wear a mask when you're in a public place and when you're in a public setting. But, you know, there's always a few people that I don't know if they're not aware of what's going on or what have you. But, you know, uh, we some people like to roll the dice and, 
Right. You know, well, and I'm not, I'm not willing to do can't. that. Some people medically can't wear a mask, and I understand that. Um, I know that, for instance, my stepmom has horrible anxiety, and she puts it on and she starts hyperventilating. Is it is that a mental thing? Yeah, but it still happens. So that's something that has to be addressed. I mean, there's people who have asthma that they can't because they can't breathe properly. Again, I, well, I, I have asthma, and it's difficult for me to breathe with a mask on, but I do it anyways. I just, you know, if if I was to have the anxiety you're you're, you're the person you said was having it, I wouldn't leave the house. I mean, that's right. the way I am. Is if if I cannot leave the house, if I can't wear, if I can't breathe with a mask on, I'm not leaving the house. I'll ask somebody else well, to do that for me. The reality is, though, she doesn't have anybody else who can go do anything for her. And she has to. And it's not something she, she limits, you know, the amount of time. You know, she still wears one. Mind you, she still wears the mask, but she does it where she runs into, she has a list and she knows where everything is. She goes to the store that she's familiar with. She runs in, grabs what she wants, and runs out. Yeah, I mean, my thing as far as the mask goes is if you're walking down the street and there's nobody on the block, I don't see why you should. I, I, I say take it off, you know. Right, hey, um, you and, can. And, yeah, I'm not saying keep the mask on for seven. I'm not gonna lie. Even I don't wear mine 24/7. If I'm walking, I'm walking down the street somewhere, and the only one on the there's not not two people. I I pull my mask down, you know, to breathe fresh air. For you know, woman, I'm about to walk through a street, and there's tons of people sitting around. Them. I either pick my mask up, walk around. Um, or I just through, but I keep my mask on because, again, you know, it's you 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 got to be more mind you got to be mindful of what's going on around you. So right, and some people and and you have to understand some people aren't like some people. Uh, there's people who are not looking out for not only their best interest but for your best interest. So right. you you just got to be on top of your health. Again, your health is your responsibility, not anybody else's. Right. Well, and here's, here's just to let you know what the CDC says. So, um, again, because, you know, safety professional uh, that I am, this is something I have to be aware of because I have to monitor employees to make sure that nobody gets. First of all, when they do the, the temperature check, it's not medical grade. So it's really, eh, it's not really 100, it's, it's not. I, I, I wouldn't trust it if somebody said that it was overly high, there's, you know, they they look at it as a medical medical grade. It's not. Second of all, when they talk about an exposure, what they look at is if you have an exposure to somebody longer than 15 minutes without your masks on, or if somebody sneezes or coughs on you, then that's considered an exposure, a direct exposure. Otherwise, if you don't have your mask on and you walk past somebody and or you even waved and said hi, and you kept walking, and then you find out later that that person had COVID, you didn't have what the CDC would consider a direct contact with them. Or if you went into a room that they had been working in and they left, and you went in like an hour later and you were doing work, you didn't have a direct contact. So these are things that, but there's, it's taken them a long time to try and, like, really narrow these things down to be able to, to pinpoint 
what they consider a an exposure versus what something that you just were in the same vicinity, right? I mean, what is considered a direct exposure as opposed as a, compared to having been around somebody who had it? Does that make sense? Uh, I mean, I yeah, it does. You know, in the grand scheme of things. So I mean, there's there's always that chance that you can have, uh, you can be around somebody who's had it, but you're not, uh, you don't have that exposure. So it's, um, but again, this is taking them time to get to the point where they can pinpoint this. It's taken a lot of of research and and getting to understand this virus before they've gotten to that point where they could say, okay. Yes, you were, I passed you in the hallway and then later you found out that I had COVID, but you didn't have an exposure. Whereas before the beginning of this pandemic, if you heard that you passed somebody that had it, everybody starts freaking out. Oh my God, I'm going to get it. I'm, you know, this is horrible. I mean, yeah, it's one thing if you're passing somebody, you know, in passing. It's not like, that's not like, I don't, you know, I pass people every day. You know, I talk to people every day. Um, to, and again, I do it, we both wear masks and whatnot, but if it's one thing like, if there's like, like, a, like, super contact exposure of somebody sneezing, you know what I mean, or, or, or what have you, I mean, that's kind of like, that's my, one of my fears, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm standing right. there having a conversation with somebody, you know, I keep my distance, you know, and I follow, and I, and again, I follow basic health protocols. You know, um, I'm not, I'm not like holding people's hands and, you know, hugging and all that stuff. Like, yo, body contact is out, yo. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, sorry. I don't even think, I'll be honest with you. I don't even think I hugged my dad since February. Like, that's how, that's how like serious I am about like contact now. I'm such a like, I feel like. I feel like Howie Mandel, like such a germaphobe. <laughs> See, it takes something like this for people to understand Howie. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Howie, if you're listening, I'm not even making fun of you. I'm just saying I understand. <laughs> he, he had it figured out before any of us, right? He's good. He's good. That's how we have to be living our lives right now. You know? Yeah, How Howie Mandel is like, I told you I wasn't crazy. <laughs> exactly. We're like, eh, don't push it. You're still crazy, but <laughs> you know, a little bit more understandable. You know, I get it. I mean, it's you know, it, there's just a lot of different precautions and things that we're doing uh, that. Uh, you know, I got to tell you, this is still so. Here it is, August, end of August, and I still go into public restrooms. And I can still see these nasty bitches coming out and not washing their hands. Oh, in wow. the middle of really? in a pandemic. Yes. It is the grossest thing. I am like I'll watch them come out like if I go to the casino and I watch these women they'll they'll take off out of the bathroom and they don't wash their hands. And I'm like, You nasty heifer. Are you fucking kidding me? Go back there and wash your hands. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. It's kinda hot. And I'll tell you why. You could smell them and then know 
how great it is down there or not. So uh, I can't, can, I, can I smell your hands, please? Ah, oh, yes, that salmon flavor. Love it. Um, <laughs> no. Like no. I'm like, your fingers smell like salmon. What room are you in? <laughs> No, let's be real. Has, has it been a while? Has it been a while? Is that what you're saying? This pandemic oh, has been a while? Yo, this pandemic has got... Oh, uh, let, don't even get me started, Marianne. I'm like, oh, God, don't even get me started. <laughs> I'm just like, come on. Like, this pandemic does not want me to have sex at all, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Hello. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, this, pan- this pandemic is like, yo, Jamal. It ain't about you, bro. <laughs> it ain't about you, homie. It is not about you. That's about right. You. It ain't about I'm you, bro. We, oh, oh, Todd, oh, Todd was agreeing with me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, He's like I, was saying, I was saying that uh, the pandemic has us all having sex like mornings between the sheets. With the hole in it. Yo, this not- pandemic... This pandemic has my hands fighting each other to see which one gets more love than the next. Hey, it's not my fault. I was smart enough to boo up before this happened. Like, yo, man, this pandemic, yeah, this pandemic has got like it makes it makes dating kind of interesting, though. I'm not gonna lie, it, it really kind of does. You know what I'm saying? No, because like I'll I'll see people. Like the thing is, like I'm not gonna like I'll be roll. I'll be uh in the city. I'll be riding around in the city, and I'll see like. You know, people holding hands with like their masks on. I'm like, oh, you sons of bitches with your happiness post pandemic. Like, uh, I'm, 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 you know, but that's what happens when you don't, um, that's what happens when you don't want babies. So, hey. <laughs> this pandemic wow. is going to be like the new, you might be a redneck. This pandemic, and then list off whatever's going yeah. on. Yeah, right. This, yeah. this I, I, I feel like God and this pandemic had a deal to see how long, what I would be willing to do sexually to satisfy myself. And I'm not going to tell you, uh, we're not going to get into it, but um, boy, I, I have to daily scrub my internet browser. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, it's crazy. Look, it's all good as long as it's consensual adults, you know. That's right. And if, if they're on the internet, more like it. Well, you know, again, consensual adult. So, you know what? I, I'm sorry. I don't even know what the fuck that means anymore. To be honest with you, like, you know, I've just been, I just, I just felt like I've been so out of the, out of loop, out of touch. Yeah. Like I just, I miss being touch. I miss going to a club and some old chick just uh-huh. grabbed my butt, you know, just because. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I just grabbed your butt because I could, and I'd be like. And I'll let you, you know, like, I miss, I miss that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just miss, and then, like, I just walked, I'm, I'm going, I'm on my way to the bathroom, some chick grabs a butt, I turn around at some old chick, and I'm like, ah, okay, I'll be right back, lady, don't go nowhere with that hip, you know? Hey, she's in a walker, or she's got a cage, you can just strip her, you know? Check hey, out I will, I will get it where I can get it, it has been a while. Exactly. Exactly. I ain't judging. I am not judging. I am just, like I said, you know, I'm just lucky enough that I was able to 
get one, somebody in lockdown before the lockdown. Hey, you know what? Um, I would stop bragging if I. <laughs> well, yeah, we get I'm, it. We get it, Mary. And you're. Uh, but you know that's not fair to you. That's this not fair. Would be I'm getting it. A whole that. lot worse. No, no. This would be I'm a sorry, whole no. lot worse place if I if I wasn't getting any. Because then I would be so miserable, and I would make the whole world miserable. Because that's how I am. Because it's, it's not see, about yeah, you; it's but, about me. But yeah, exactly. But see, but I just did that to you, though. Like I, I just, I just basically downloaded my sexual insecurities on you because you were happy, you know. Because you know, you, you and your your pandemic partner—that's right. They're called pandemic partners. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. Um, you know, don't, don't, let's not act like we found love in the time of pandemic. No, you're just like, hey, look, we're going to ride this out together. And, you know, whatever happens afterwards, happens afterwards. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're going to ride looking. this out. If, he, if he's listening, baby, I love you and I'll keep you. <laughs> well, if the baby boomers were the like, ones who were born after, like, was it World War II or World War One? What are they going to call the babies from the uh, pandemic? Uh, uh, no, there is a name from them. They're called, um, oh, yeah. they're called, uh, okay, there is a name for them, and I can't. Pandemies? Pandemies? Oh, uh, man, I, I, I thought it was like, co- uh, COVID you know, kids? It's, it's, no, a, there is a, there is, it's almost like millennial, like millennial. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll have to look that up. Hey, stay tuned next week. I'll we'll have the yeah, we'll have right? the answer for that because I know I've I've heard it before and um, oh man, these poor these poor kids, these poor little bastards. Oh <laughs> they, god. Oh man, we we thought there's, we had it well. There's gonna be a bunch of them. There will be a bunch of them. That is for sure. Because you know, I mean, you talk you talk about a place where you have a winter, a harsh winter, where everybody gets kind of locked in. You know, and then all of a sudden you have all these babies because people got cabin fever and they had nothing better to do than to get busy. And that's where you have all these babies. Well, that's only for a couple of months. I Imagine this has been six months. What? What is it called, son? Uh, coronials or quarantine. Coronials. Coronials. That actually sounds about right. Zoomers is the best one, I think, though. Baby Zoomers. Oh, oh, I get it. Oh, okay, yeah. Like Zoom meetings. Talk, talk about marketing. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, coronials is what I've heard, and uh, it was at the tip of my tongue, but, no, that sounds about right. And, um, oh, man, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know, is, it, is it a good idea to have a baby during this time? I don't, I mean, like, right? Some people didn't have a choice. They were already, you know, knocked up beforehand. And then there was others that, you know, well, there was There's even some alcohol involved. And there was Netflix and chill involved. Roll of the dice, huh? Yeah, seriously. But you'll never forget that coronial baby. And they've already talked about what all the different names that they're going to name it that have, like, uh, coronavirus-sounding names. 
Oh, they've God. already, yeah, they've they've already got these babies named. It's just so crazy. So I mean, I don't think you know. The only name that make the only name that makes sense to me in these harsh times, if you want to really make your kids feel like shit, is just call him Donald. Oh, call him, oh, call cool. him Donald. Like that's you, what you, cool. you, you really hate your kids. Oh, you want to be really cute with your baby name? Be like, oh yeah, let's call it something that you know makes us remind us of the virus. Yeah, here's a virus that you could talk about. His name is Donald J. Trump. There's your virus. There's your problem. Yeah. That's scary to think about. Yeah, that's scary to think about, that virus. So that being said, you know, we're talking about that. What do you think, you know, uh, have you watched any of the RNC or DNC? Actually, I watched part of the RNC, and um, I wa- I've never wanted to throw up on a TV screen in my entire life. Um, yes, there is, and I have to say, well played, Republicans. Well played. Um, there was that one guy, Scott, the the black Republican. Um, oh my God, when he came out and he spoke so eloquently, I'm just like, wow, you are like the. It, it, but he, he wasn't the worst. The worst was Nikki Haley. You guys know Nikki Haley, who um, came out and she said that the United States is not a racist country. What? Yes, <sighs> she said that, and, and 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 I could not stop hyperventilating because I'm like, which fucking country do you live in? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, really? Just, just just for our listeners, is she black or is she white? Oh my god, she she is so white. <laughs> she, okay. She she okay. is white. As a matter of fact, um, give me a yeah, um, Nikki Haley said that and um I'm I'm watching it with a lot of my my, my coworkers. Most of right. them are black. And when we saw that we were like, really? Th- these words actually came out of your mouth. I'm I'm sorry. This is you couldn't be any um Nikki Haley, for those of you who don't know, um she was a former um governor of South Carolina from two thousand eleven to two thousand seventeen. And, uh, she was, uh, and she, um, served as the, amb- the 29th United States ambassador to the United States. Um, here's the thing, sweetheart. You are from some place called Bamberg, South Carolina. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Or as I like to call it, racistville. Um, right. You couldn't be any more, for her to say that, you know, and Tim Scott, I mean, Tim Scott spoke first and then, you know, Tim Scott was talking about, oh, this president, it's going to do a lot of great things in his second term. You know, the best is yet to come some kind of – I'm like, the uh, best is yet to come. What the fuck were you doing for the last four years warming up? Right? Oh, you, that's is, scary. Is, 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 is this you clearing your throat? Because I don't want to know what the next four years of this asshole is going to be like. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck were you doing in the past four years? Anyway, yeah, I do digress. That's scary. That's scary. I do digress. But she did say that, you know, that um, that Trump has always put, you know, American people first, which I'm like, are we talking about the which Trump? <laughs> you know, like, wow. Which Trump are we talking about? Like, she is said, this the one that uh, that the Russian president helped get him elected? Is this the same Trump to put the American people first? 
is this the same is this the same Trump again who sent you know who, who basically put Portland on the map you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying we're, we're talking about Sentence the same we're talking about the, yeah we're, we're talking about the same guy who sent using hydroquin <laughs> that he was using it uh, to um to to uh basically um use it as like um as like a COVID, uh, he used a drug. Anti-mask. And yeah. He said, yeah. To, to keep him basically from getting COVID-19, whatever. Uh, yeah. I think that's a lie because I have friends that actually take it and they have lupus. And they're like, yeah. if I took that drug, as you know, if, if Jamal Harrison took that drug, you would be in the hospital. You would have side effects that would, that would just be like very damaging to your health. So why are you telling the American people that you're taking a drug that I doubt your medical staff is telling you, hey, no, don't don't do that. You know what I mean? We're gonna have a much more bigger problem than you know than, than we already have on our hands. And again, I've had five people tell me, yeah, you can't take that. You know, a normal person can't take that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, a couple of my friends, one of them has lupus. It was just like, yeah, you can't. That's not a drug you just you take just on a whim. So, you know, I don't get it. Then we had like the whole, hey, what about the whole Clorox thing? Let me ask you a question. If Trump told you guys to jump off a bridge, would you? Yeah. And I wish he would do that because we don't need most of you. We don't. Yeah. Like, you've already proven to us that you can't think for yourself. You let the media tell you what you, – you let, you let the media brainwash you into what you want to believe it's as gospel truth. But yeah. no – no, that's what that's what's the problem. And the, here's the thing: Bravo Media for doing your job. Hey, this podcast is a media thing too. Hey, right. and you know what? I might not be wrong 100 percent of the time, but I'm definitely not wrong 100 percent of the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's a little bit of truth to what I'm saying, and and a little right. bit of truth to to, to to what we're saying. But one thing that we're not going to tell you is we're not going to tell you, hey, you know, try Clorox. We would never tell right? you some shit like that. You want to know why? Because I love my listeners, okay? I yeah. want listeners. I don't want to have, you know, 85 people on our first show and then find out we had 60 because I, Jamal Harrington, told my listeners, hey, you know what? Trump was right. I, I tried Clorox. Right to, yo, yo, he's been wider. Yeah. You know, oh. that's the other thing, too. Like, I... I'm, when we we did one of our first when we were on the radio we did one of our first shows and I told you my correlation between uh, Donald Trump President Donald Trump forty five whatever we want to call him to the TV, the old nineties TV show um, that had William Shatner's character Denny Crane and oh yeah Boston Legal yes Boston Legal and and it had and I, I got to the point where I, every time Trump would say something absolutely ridiculous, I'm like, I'm Denny Green, mad cow. I'm like, Donald Trump, mad cow. Mad cow. You know, Donald Trump, and if our listeners don't understand that reference, do yourself a favor, watch some Boston Legal, because it's hilarious. Great, I was great surprised. show. I such a great loved show. It. I, I was such an amazing, amazing, I, I binge watched all of the series. It was amazing. Yeah. But, James Spader is a national treasure. Oh my God! And <laughs> William Shatner is such an underrated, <laughs> such an underrated uh, 
actor. He's really, truly is. He fucking is amazing. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. A part of me don't feel like Richard, I mean, uh, William Shatner was actually acting. I, I really think he's that crazy. I oh, think he yeah. probably is. He probably oh, yeah. absolutely is. Instead of saying William Shatner, he was saying Jenny Crane. You know, I believe that. And that's how he could get into that character. Mad cow. Like, yes, I'll do something absolutely batshit crazy. And then look at everybody go, mad cow. You know, as I'm sucking on a, a, a fucking $200 cigar. Look at everybody go, mad cow. Yeah, as a, as a matter of fact, I pictured James Spader in between takes telling William Shatner, hey, knock that shit off. Read your fucking script. Yeah, right? <laughs> and, and the thing is, is, he's like, what? They believed it, didn't they? You know, I mean, that's just it, though. She's that. They, he, he, Trump don't fucking believe his own shit. I, I sit down, I watch him, and I'm like, does he really, really think that people are going to drink Clorox because it'll kill this, this virus? Or is he really going, you know, if you put enough to do it, then let's, the, you know, they always said that the gene pool needed a little Clorox. Here you go. I'm going to help you. Let's go. You know what I mean? This is, but, yeah. But, but, I mean, the, oh, my God, like, the ego on this guy, man. Like, the ball on wow. this guy, man. I'm just Truly. like, wow. And, and the funny thing, and, and, again, like, whenever I say this, generally speaking, people are stupid. Whenever I say that, like, I get a lot of pushback. No, that's mean. Why are you being mean? Because people are stupid. I'm not, I'm not that far off. I mean, people, I'm mean, like, it, you know, people talk, oh, you're just, oh, yeah, you're just sheep. You're trying to, you, you know, you guys are sheeple. I'm like, really? Oh, dude. I'm not, I don't, I don't listen to every, I mean, I listen to everything that Trump says because it's fucking hilarious. And I know that every time he says something, there's his base, and then there's the people that voted for him, and they're just like, Yes, you know, like, like Trump is the second coming. And you know what? I told myself this year I was never going to argue politics. I would never make fun of our, uh, of our president. But he doesn't need my fucking help because that guy's retarded. I can throw right. that out of the politics. Yeah. I can right. Say, I can he, is that the seven words I can't say? Was retarded I, one of them? I, I just said it. I, 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 think, I think the politically yeah. correct term for Republicans are, we, are we retard. Oh, yeah. I'm learning. Yeah. You, you, learn, you learn something new every day. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is that what we is that what we say? We just say artards. Yeah, that's what I've been calling Republicans artards. Uh, I was gonna say, well, Trump's our trard. Can we call him trard? Trard. Uh, Trump trard. Yeah. Well, I was like, yeah, Trumpard, Trumpard, a Trumpard, a Trumpard. A Trumpard. Yeah. There you go. I, I, you know, the last a time Trumpard. I heard the. The term sheeple was with uh, someone who was trying to educate me with some QAnon propaganda on YouTube. Oh, my gosh. And you guys are familiar? <laughs> oh, my God. QAnon makes the flat earther seem reasonable and educated. <laughs> wow. And that's, that's the other thing, too, is, is that... You know, that's a special breed of people right there. The the flat earthers, wowzers. Right. Wowzers. I, I didn't think it, there was anybody, I thought, you know, I've heard about people who believe in being the flat earthers, and I'm like, these guys can't be real. This is some kind of a joke, right? And then I met somebody who was a flat earther, and I went, I was sitting at the bar, 
and we were sitting there discussing it, and there was a, there was a it was a weird thing. There's a bar in Seattle. There's a little pub in Seattle, and they have a a globe lamp on the table. And I was looking at it, and I was kind of touching it. I was having a cocktail, and we were having a conversation. And then uh, the person looks at me and goes, well, you know that this is wrong. And I was like, what do you mean? I was looking, trying to see him, like, what do you mean? Well, you know, it's really supposed to be flat. And I was like, huh. I looked at the bartender and I said, huh. I believe I will have that second drink if I'm going to have this conversation. <laughs> I'm going to need some more alcohol. Because I thought they were fucking kidding. I thought they were kidding. And turns out the joke was on me. They actually believed that crap. And so... See, I have never met... I've never met somebody who has claimed to be a flat earther. And my thing is, I would be afraid to meet somebody who claims to be a flat earther because of my response to it. Like, I, I'm just, because if somebody was, if someone was to just sit next to me at a bar and just be like, hey, can I share a secret with you? Hey. <laughs> and, 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 and I would be like, hold on a second. Let me drink this shot that I just bought because it sounds like my night's about to get interesting. And you yeah. told me that, I, and, and you sat there and you told me, no, look, can't tell my friends this, so I figure if I tell a stranger, I can just let this out, and I, I can feel free. But, but, are you are you listening? Are you listening? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Strange man who just decided to sit next to me in a trench coat. Um, to tell me in the in the in the middle of July. Please tell me what you uh what, what you what you want to share with me. I believe that the Earth is flat. I would just lose my shit right there. I would be like, hold on a second. Let me call my mom and you tell me exactly what you just said, okay? So then when I tell her that people are stupid, she would know exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> you would make a prime example. I would do some weird shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you shouldn't make fun of somebody. Oh, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't make, some, I shouldn't make fun of somebody with a mental illness. You're right. I'm sorry. My bad. Didn't know that, you know, that was, you was that sensitive. So here's the thing. If the Earth is flat, are we the only flat planet in the galaxy? Because when I look through telescopes and I see, like, Jupiter, that bitch looks round to me. Uh, see, mm. that's, that's, that's where you're uneducated, apparently, because all the stuff we see in the sky is a projection on the, the what was it, the permafrost, yeah. or whatever they call it? Yeah. The, firm, uh, the firmament. It's, it's a projection. The, 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 the sun not, yeah. is... The, the sun is there, but it's not as far away as they say it is. The moon is is a projection. It's not real. Yeah. Okay. Can I address something? First of all, Todd, how dare you correct me? You're fired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody corrects me on this show. <laughs> you, okay. First of all, why do you think we're not taking calls from people? Oh my God! Can you never get a phone? <laughs> if I had a if I had a phone next to me with multiple lines, my phone would be on fire right now. Right. Okay. <laughs> and we don't have enough money to pay somebody to screen these jackasses that call like, hey, Mr. Harrington, you are you don't sound like a patriot. Well, guess what, asshole? You're right. I don't want <laughs> My Trinidadian colors don't run, bitch. Anyway. Um, <laughs> this is why we don't take calls, because I'm an ignorant yeah. person. And you yeah. do not want to fight me live. 
Okay, it's all about your heart. 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 <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. When when we hang up, I'm gonna be mad as fuck. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm listening to you say this, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy is this guy is smart, and he knows shit. I think I think he may have got me on this one. These, because, well, these conversations. Of, we've had these conversations, and if you've ever had a conversation with a flat earther, I I kid you not. Literally, the only response you have is, huh. Huh. And you <laughs> in your head. In your head, you're like, you realize how batshit crazy you sound right now? But you now, I will say out. this. If she was a hot, if it was a hot chick that told me that, my response would be, does this count as consent? <laughs> oh. That's oh. an interesting spin on that. That's an interesting spin on that. My, yeah. My, my sweetheart listeners, it gets way worse than that. We're not on a radio show anymore. I know, right? We are unfiltered, uncensored, and just completely, totally us. That's what I love about this. So, yeah, and that's, and that's I mean, if it, go ahead. Go with that. Uh, I'm going to say, if you camera on me, um, there'll be a lot of, like, just the pixelated parts of my body now that you <laughs> want nothing to do. Nothing to do. <laughs> oh. You know what? I don't know that we can go any further on this tonight. Um, I, I think that the huh, flat earthers kind of took the took the whole. They, they, they took, that's, do you think, can you think of a better way to end? I just think that that's. I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, w- I wish. I mean, I don't know. Like, if we had like a, like some kind of like image of just showing them what planet Earth looks like, I mean. There was a globe sitting in front of them. There was a globe sitting in front of them. So I will tell you off air. I'll tell you off air who it was. You'll be surprised. Uh. Maybe you won't be. Maybe you won't be. But it's somebody that, yeah. And so. All right. Well, that's been fun with having you guys uh, take over the the podcast here. Um, I I just sat back and listened most of the time. So I really enjoyed what you guys did. And I'm looking forward to you doing your actual show. So, uh. Thank you, Marianne, and thank you, Jamal, for, for, for jumping in and taking over. Thank you for letting us hijack your, your podcast and do, doing our first teaser slash fluffer show. So until we, we get a, a – we will be doing – we talked, and we're going to be doing our drops on Tuesdays. So we'll have a new show every Tuesday. Keep it about an hour long. And – this is, it's been great. I mean, this is, if you liked what you heard, this is kind of how we are. We're just, we're two people who, both comedians, who have our friends, and we see a lot of things eye to eye on things, and I like being able to, to bounce things off of them, and, and just kind of that social commentary, and this is what's happening in the world, and we're unfiltered and uncensored. I love that part. I can say, fuck. <laughs> so... <laughs> And, and so, where can f- people find you on your normal social medias? I have social media is Marianne Riley Comic on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook. Um, and usually anything that we will be coming up, you know, now that we, we came up, they kind of were on board with us when they were listening to us organically coming up with our name for our podcast. It's not about you. And so we'll be creating a Facebook page for that, too. I already did that. 
And I put you guys look in. At you. <laughs> look at you, son. Wait, I heard that parking space. I was like, yeah, crap. He's on the payroll. <laughs> well, you know, and the thing is, is when I was, was trying to type in, usually like, that's already been taken. That's already been. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's uh, <laughs> on. on, 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 on when I fired you, did you stop working for that? That. that, 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 that <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's like, no, it, on on. Well, it's, it's brand brand new. There's hardly anything there, but right now it's it's uh, not about the not about the letter U pod, not about U pod on Facebook and Twitter. The letter U, no. not the, yeah, not about U pod because not about U was already taken. So we had I just used the letter oh, U. Bastards. You know, I know, yeah. right? It's not about you. Oh, Clearly, it's not about us either. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so well, uh, a lot of fun. This has uh, been super great, super fun. Looking forward to the next show. And uh, like we said, this is kind of like the base show, the first pilot show. This is what you're gonna get. And um, you know, maybe I'll be nicer next time. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll. Uh, yeah. I'm not expecting because it depends on what's going on in the world. And if this shitty-ass world doesn't make some changes, we're going to still be angry, pissed off, and and calling that stupid shit. For for the people who are listening through my podcast, the the their podcast page is anchor.fm slash notaboutyou, spelled out Y-O-U, N-O-T-A-B-O-U-T-Y-O-U. That's, that's the uh, podcast page, and it will be available on all platforms at some point. It's still brand new, so it hasn't propagated to the rest of them just yet. But until then, you can listen there. And, you know, we will periodically be having different guests on there, including Cousin Todd, because Cousin Todd is where I go. He's front of my crew. So besides being our our tech advisor and our tech person and keeping us online with the the technology and stuff, he is also, you know, a good dude that can have some interesting uh, flavor to our show so uh, I'll, I'll let you guys do most of the talking but i'll chime in once in a while yeah unless, unless you're one of our guests and then we'll have you do a lot of the talking and that's what you know we do we like to bring different guests on and just kind of have a conversation a round table and have those conversations about what's current in the world is happening and things that that are affecting us emotionally, you know, or financially, which is, if it's, if it's affecting my textbook, it's definitely affecting my emotions. So <laughs> having those conversations, yeah, you mess with my money, you're messing with my emotions. <laughs> and, and, but if it brings a good fortune, then I'm happy. I'm happy. So. It's, oh, I, that's, 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 that's my sentiment exactly, man. Right? And yeah. how about, how about you, um, uh, Jamal, what are, what are your socials? Uh, I am on Instagram. Uh, I'm uh, Orphan Power Death Machine. Uh, underscore between every word. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> love it. And I'm on Facebook. Orphan, Orphan Power Death Machine. Oh well, I mean, it, it, I never thought of it that way, but I've actually thought of it as like you know something that I wanted to invent one day. Um, okay. I just assumed it was Batman yeah, because I know you're a huge Batman but, fan. I am a huge Batman fan. But, yeah, actually, um, a part of it comes from that, though. Uh, I am vengeance. And um, I'm also on Facebook, you know, Jamal Harrington, J-A-M-A-L Harrington. 
Uh, and speaking of Batman, if you're looking for me, you will definitely know where to find me because my, you know, profile picture is the final scene, the final shot in the Tim Burton Batman movie. And I have not changed that in like two years. So there you Keep go. It consistent. But, Keep it consistent. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, by all means, if you, if you guys want to add us on, uh, on your respective platforms, uh, please do. We're going to have the Facebook page up. I'm sure we're going to have a Twitter thing up. Yeah. Um, we do. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, oh, see. Talk all already, it's already done. like that. It's already done. And uh, by all means, if you if you if you have any um, complaints about anything that I said, by all means, uh, you can email us at our um, Facebook page, um, where I will not read any of your complaints because again, it's not about you. So go fuck yourself. Well, I'm gonna. I'll still look at it. I'll still look at it. I'll probably tell you to screw yourself. I'll probably tell you to screw yourself. Or oh, I'm kidding. Thanks for your opinion. Todd will look at it and be nice about it. True. That's true. I'll, he does. I'll, I'll forward it to you, Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> Where he oh, wow, too. That's how Todd takes his tape from Todd. This is the longest exit I've ever had, by the way. <laughs> but this is fun, though. This is, this is, yes, it is. This, yeah. well, I, think, I think we're burning the light. I think we they're flashing. They're about to shut off our mics. They're about to kill our mics. So, yeah, we've definitely burned the mics. I'm flashing the light in your face right now, yeah. All right. 